Dear listener, welcome on board this week's train of thought. I'm Kaylin and today I'm thinking about tea. Oh, and not just the kind we spill, but the kind we drink too. Like green tea, English breakfast tea, Thai milk tea, bubble tea, Chinese tea, fruit tea, um, chamomile tea, peppermint tea, ginger tea, herb tea, and all kinds of tea. Now, if you would like to hear why I love tea so much, learn about some tea customs from around the world, hear my opinion on tea favourite things, and dis- hear me discuss my opinions on tea, the kind we spill, then listen on. Okay, so why do I love tea so much? Well, I love tea because, one, it's soothing, two, it's really easy to make. It's literally leaf water. You just add water to a bunch of tea leaves and you get tea. Anyways, number three, mm, it calms me down. Oh wait, is that the same as soothing? Yes, it is. Number three, it gives you a caffeine boost, but not too much. And number four, because the, there is so much of a variety in the type of tea that you can drink. For example, if you're having a particularly stressful day, you could have some lavender tea. If your nose is blocked, you could have some ginger tea. If you have an upset stomach, you could have some peppermint tea. And if you just really want to have tea for breakfast, you could have some English breakfast tea. Now, my personal favourite tea is green tea, and I love all sorts of things that are flavoured with matcha, but I'll talk more about that later. Also, if you can hear this um, kind of Darth Vader-y breathing sound in the background, that's my Mac. Probably because I accidentally spilled a bottle of peppermint tea on it, like two years ago. Yeah. It has some water damage, but I think it's fine, except now it kind of overheats sometimes. Yeah, so after I record this podcast, I need to, you know, shut it down for a while so it doesn't explode. Anyways, yep, those are the four reasons why I love tea. Now, one more reason why I love tea is because it has such interesting customs and heritage behind it. So... For example, um, the Chinese have this tradition of a tea ceremony, as do the Japanese. And recently, I went to Taiwan. So, much of their culture is evolved from the ancient Chinese culture, especially the tea part. And on the tea plantation in Taiwan, I learned all about these tea customs. So basically... The Chinese believe that cleaning your teacup is very important before you drink some tea. So in order to clean out the impurities in your teacup, you're supposed to pour hot tea over your teacup. You know, like rinse your teacup with hot tea. Number one, it cleans away the impurities. And number two, it warms your cup, which supposedly improves the experience of tea drinking. So, after you rinse your teacup with tea, oh yes, I forgot to mention, you have two teacups. One is a sniffing cup and one's a drinking cup. 
So the sniffing cup is usually longer and more cylindrical, while the teacup, like the drinking cup, is usually rounder and shorter. So after you rinse both of your teacups, you're supposed to pour tea into your sniffing cup and then cover it. What's the sequence of this? I'm not sure. You either sniff the tea first in the sniffing cup or you put the drinking cup over the sniffing cup and dump all the tea into the drinking cup and then you sniff the sniffing cup. I don't think you're supposed to sniff the sniffing cup in order to gain a deeper appreciation of the smell of the tea because it enhances your drinking experience. Yeah. Anyways, I feel like these tea customs are really interesting. Also, apparently there are some like tea judging competitions where people submit their tea leaves and a panel of judges uh, judges it. Yeah, you can win awards for this, these kinds of tea. Yep, anyways, I think these tea customs are really interesting and you can trace the heritage of tea all the way back to prehistoric times, yes. Oh yeah, and fun fact, tea originated in China and was traded to the West by Western traders, yeah. Next, let's talk about tea-flavoured stuff. Now, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I love matcha. Matcha and hojicha. I especially love matcha soft-serve ice cream. But I I don't really like the tea-flavoured stuff that's overly sweet. You know, I like more of a bittersweet experience when I have some tea-flavoured items. Like, for example, ice cream. You know how some ice creams are, like, overly sweet? Yeah, I don't really like that. So, I think a good balance between the bitterness and the sweetness of tea is essential. Now, the next thing that I like that's tea-flavoured is chocolate. Now, I love chocolate, but I don't really love milk or white chocolate. My favourite kind of chocolate is dark chocolate. And bittersweet dark, bittersweet tea flavoured dark chocolate, that's my favourite kind of chocolate. For example, matcha chocolate. I recently got a box of, of, how would you, how should I say this? Different intensities of matcha flavoured chocolate. So there was the really mild one, that was sweeter, and then all the way to the really dark, dark, bitter matcha chocolate that was super bitter but i loved it because you know the sweet aftertaste yeah anyway i feel like if you want to make tea flavored stuff you know you shouldn't like overdo it i think tea flavored chocolate's a really good start because you know you can balance out the bitterness of the tea with the sweetness of the chocolate yeah Anyways, that's it for this segment. Let's move on. Now, we've finally gotten to the juiciest part of today's podcast. What do I think? 
about tea, the kind you spill? Well, first of all, I want to ask, why is it spilling tea? Why not cocoa, or wine, or beer, or water, or any other liquid that you could spill? Why tea? So, yeah, that's a question for everyone, and the universe, and the person who came up with the phrase. Anyways, well, maybe I should Google it. You know what, I'll save that for after the episode. So, what do I think about tea? Well, I go to a girls' school. And not unlike the stereotype, girls, a girls' school has a lot of tea and drama. Well, I personally have not tried to get involved in tea since last year. Because I have learned my lesson. So that's my New Year's resolution. No spilling tea for me. Just drinking tea. Anyways, I think that spilling tea can be... um, It's not very constructive. And... I watched the Bi Sister videos. You know, I kept up with the James, Charles and Tati um, whole saga. I got a bit confused, but I think that classifies as, that can be classified as tea. Anyways, yeah, I didn't really see the point of that whole argument, but um, okay, I guess it was maybe a bit entertaining. Yeah, I don't really see the point of spilling tea. Oh, I like I like watching videos where people spill tea in a fun way where they reveal secrets about themselves that they've never told anyone else. Do I really have that? Oh, I thought I had more opinions about this. I thought this was going to be a really long segment, but turns out I don't really have much to say about this topic. Oh, you want to hear some sentences that I've constructed using the phrase spill the tea? Okay, let me start. Let me spill the tea about my dog, Ellie. She has doubled in size since my last episode on her, about her. Let me spill the tea on... On... My uniform. It's too short for me and I'm going to have to unhem the bottom and extend it. Let me spill the tea about how I am currently recording this podcast on my overheating MacBook in a room with the fan off in the hot weather, which is causing me to overheat as well. Let me spill the tea on the state of my voice today. Not great. I think I should drink more water. But you know how... You, oh, oh, wait, this is a perfect opportunity for a sentence like that. Let me spill the tea on my water-drinking habits. You know how when sometimes you forget to drink your water, even though your water bottle or your mug or your cup or whatever you use is, like, standing right there in front of you? Yeah, that's me all the time. I just, like, forget. I get so absorbed in my work that I forget to drink water. Let me spill the tea... Hmm. No, really, I have nothing else to say about tea spelling. Anyways, 
Let's move on to our usual segment, Train Facts. Okay, it's time for a train fact. Fun fact, a train station in Sweden uses the body heat of waiting passengers to heat a building across the street. Now, if I were stationed at that train station every day, 24-7, they would definitely be able to heat that building across the street for an entire year. I produce so much body heat and I don't even know why. I think maybe it's just because my metabolism rate is high. Haha, self-bragging. Anyways, did you know that mosquitoes are attracted to people with higher body heat? Higher higher body temperatures? Apparently, if you produce more body heat, mosquitoes like you more. But that's not good, right? Because they like, you know, you get more mosquito bites. But anyways, maybe it's kind of a backhanded compliment. Like maybe the mosquitoes saying, Hey, this person has such a high metabolism rate. I bet they can produce... A lot of blood. Haha, uh-huh. I'm gonna go bite them. Anyways, maybe mosquitoes just like the feel, the feeling of a warm meal. You know, if your body heat's high, your blood is hot. The mosquito sucks your blood. The mosquito gets a warm meal. Great for the mosquito, but not for you. Anyway, I think that this fight is cool, and that's the tea. Okay. That's enough of talking to our mic for a day. <clears throat> I'm going to go make myself a cup of ginger tea. Thank you for listening and see you on board next week for another episode of Train of Thought. <laughs>